I'm Ezra Fieldsmeyer. And I'm Marty Harding. And welcome back to another episode of Animation and Beyond. Yes, and on this episode, in honor of the remake coming out, we're going to talk about Peter Pan. If your first thought is that, wait a second, there was already a live action version of Peter Pan, you are correct. But in about 10 days from now when we're recording on April 28th, so sooner once this episode comes out, Peter Pan and Wendy, a new high, high production quality live action version of the classic tale of Peter Pan and Wendy will be out for you to enjoy on Disney+. Plus. That's right. And we're going to talk about Disney's iconic classic film. Yes. But before we get into that, we're going to have a word of the day. And it's going to be kind of a big word. One that has to do with why people may enjoy Peter Pan so much. Yeah. It's time for word of the day, new words. You can say new words for your rhymes and for your wordplay. By the time you leave this video, you'll be smarter than you was before. It's time for word of the day, new words. You can say new words for your rhymes and for your wordplay. The word is escapism. That's right. Can you give a quick definition of escapism, Ezra? Habitual diversion of mind to purely imaginative activity or entertainment as an escape from reality or routine. So, yeah, in simpler terms, escapism is needing to get away from the reality in front of you, whether that be by watching something or imagining something. But escapism, it can be very broad or very narrow. It can be a behavior. It can be uh, an attitude. Why might Peter Pan and the movie and the story itself be escapist, Ezra? Because they go to Neverland where nobody grows up and it's all fantasy. Exactly. Yeah. They're literally going to a place that is a different reality where the rules of our world, where you have to grow up, don't apply. You never grow up in Neverland. So Peter Pan is kind of a classic escapist story because we're being entertained by this alternative world in which the characters that we're engaged with don't have to worry about growing old and everything it means. And Peter Pan paints a really sad image of growing old, which I think it doesn't have to be as bad as Peter Pan makes it out to be. Right, Ezra? Yeah. I mean, you grow up and you're a huge advocate of the fact that you don't have to be boring as an adult, right? You can just be young at heart. Totally. It's also just a great story. Yes, yes. Originally by J.M. Barry. Can you think of any other films or movies that might have an escapist quality to them, Ezra? Like, I would say Mary Poppins, another classic Disney film. Absolutely. Or Enchanted is another example. Yeah, I loved Enchanted. I loved the idea that there was a whole other world where everything was animated or happily ever after was a definitive thing. Yeah. Many people in the real world would say that we can't have actual ever afters. So, so we get to imagine that we can in that movie. Yes. Yes. Great. All right. Shall we move into our feature presentation? Yes. So Ezra, let's start at the very, very beginning. Who came up with Peter Pan? This started out as a literary story by J.M. Barry called Peter and Wendy. And there was a play called Peter Pan, the boy who wouldn't grow up. 
That's right, which was made into a novel in 1911. Yes. I read that, like many of the stories that we talk about on Animation Beyond, Peter Pan was created in the mind of someone telling stories to children. So apparently Barry had a very good friend who had three sons that Barry was like a second father to. And it was in telling bedtime stories to those three sons that Barry came up with Peter Pan and the adventures that he went on, which then he wrote down, like you said, in a book. Yes. I know that Disney has been developing the idea of a Peter Pan film since 1935, which they started doing after the success of Snow White. I know that he purchased the rights from Paramount Pictures in 1938, but Disney shelved the project following the attack of Pearl Harbor, and Disney did not put it back into production until 1949. That's right. So it was one of those films that got put on hold because Disney was contracted to make marketing and ads for the war effort. So after that delay, they wound up coming back and they made an animated Peter Pan movie, which was a total hit. Yes, yes, it was. And it was the last Disney animated feature released through RKO before Disney founded its own distribution company, Buena Vista. That's right. I, I also read that it was the last Disney film that all nine of the nine old men worked on. Yes, that's exactly right. That's exactly what I was going to say. So 1953, this animated film comes out and it pretty much follows the plot of the play and the book, right? Yes. The darling children who have imagination and they have a strict father who doesn't really believe in the stuff and thinks it's all nonsense. And then Peter Pan comes along and takes Wendy and her two brothers, John and Michael, to a place called Neverland. Where you never grow up. Yes, along with his pixie sidekick, Tinkerbell. <laughs> and so Peter Pan, John Michael, and Wendy have an adventure on Neverland, on the island of Neverland, along with Peter's friends, the Lost Boys, and in combat occasionally with his arch-rival, Captain Hook. Yes, who's one of Disney's most iconic villains. Yes, and remind us why he's called Captain Hook, Ezra. He has a hook because he lost his hand from a crocodile who's called the TikTok Crocodile, who's one of the funny, memorable characters. He absolutely is. I cannot think of a more clever villain origin story than a crocodile that had swallowed a clock biting off your hand to be replaced by a hook, donning you Captain Hook. I just, I love that idea. Me too. Yes, and I liked Hook's sidekick, Smee. He was a great comic relief character. He was. Even just his name, Smee. Yeah. He wasn't really, like, bad like the other pirates. He wasn't really nearly as evil. No, he wasn't. He was just a sidekick. And kind of a silly character. Absolutely. So anyways, after the anime movie came out with that plot, a musical version of that movie came out. I see, yeah. I should note that in all of the musical and play production and even the very first production of Peter Pan, which is a silent film, Peter is actually played by a woman. Interesting, yeah. Yeah, and so the musical part of Peter is written for a woman's voice. So all the songs are sung a lot higher than they would be for a man's voice. And I will also mention that Cyril Richard and Mary Martin, who played Hook and Peter, respectively, both won Tonys for that musical. And the musical was so successful that it was telecast on NBC 
And then they did a revival of it, which was telecast in 2014, starring Allison Williams and Christopher Walken as Captain Hook. So good, good. And I know that it got a direct to video sequel, Return to Neverland, which came out in 2002. I forgot to mention The Indians from Peter Pan, which I know has become pretty controversial. The scene with like Tiger Lily and the song What Made the Red Man Red, the scene with those Native Americans, I heard has become kind of stereotypical and controversial. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad you brought that up because I think that looking back, it is very, very disrespectful the way that Native Americans are portrayed in the original Peter Pan. They're portrayed as very unintelligent, you know, animalistic almost people with red skin, which is just a whole ton of stereotypes that aren't true and aren't respectful and are pretty mean to be in a in a children's film. So it's important to know that that portrayal of Native Americans would not be accepted if it were made today. So for this upcoming live action remake, I'm hoping that they do something a little bit more tasteful. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I forgot to also mention the mermaids in the Mermaid Lagoon who were pro- seen provoking Wendy. That's right. I wonder if they might have inspired Ariel and her sisters in The Little Mermaid, which came out decades later. Oh, interesting. Yeah, they are. they were some of the earlier mermaids of Disney films. That's entirely possible that they would have inspired Ariel. Except those mermaids are pretty mean. Yes, and we'll talk about The Little Mermaid next month when it gets closer to the remake of that. Back to Peter Pan. I know it's also one of the classic Disney films that has a ride in Disney parks, Peter Pan's Flight. Oh, really? What happens on that? You ride in a flying pirate ship, and it's different from the other vehicles and the dark rides in Fantasyland, because you fly up in the air above Neverland in a pirate ship. Oh, so you don't actually get to fly on your own, do you? No, no, but it just feels that way when you ride in it. Very neat. I wish I could actually fly, though. It's interesting to me that Tinkerbell has become one of Disney's three mascots, along with Mickey Mouse and Jiminy Cricket. Absolutely. I mean, to me, it makes sense because Tinkerbell was an iconic character with her sassiness and the fact that she is literally made of magic. She spreads pixie dust everywhere. Yeah. She has the ability to make you fly. And I know besides Return to Neverland, which came out in 2002 and focused on Jane, Wendy's daughter, and took place years after the first one. That's right. What was the plot of that one? It had Peter Pan returning and Jane goes on an adventure to Neverland just like Wendy did years ago. And then she wound up getting kidnapped by Captain Hook. Yes, yes. I know there ha- there's also been the Disney Fairies franchise, which were some spinoff direct-to-video movies about Tinkerbell and her fairy friends. Very fun. And also Pixie Hollow game, online game I know there used to be. Very fun. I know that there was also a live action movie called Hook in 1991. Yes, I saw that. You saw that movie? What did you think of it? It was interesting and it was funny. And it had the late Robin Williams as Peter Pan as a grown up. That's true. And it had Dustin Hoffman as Captain Hook. Yeah, I remember. Yes. And that that movie kind of follows the same plot as Return to Neverland, but not exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. And it had truly an all-star cast because, you know, the other characters were Bob Hoskins as Smee, Julia Roberts as Tinkerbell, Maggie Smith as the older version of Wendy, 
And that whole movie was directed by Steven Spielberg. I forgot to also mention that Peter Pan also has had a spinoff show for the preschool audience for Disney Junior, which was on, I think, from 2011 until 2016, called Jake and the Neverland Pirates. I've heard of that, but I've never seen it. Have you, Ezra? I think parts of it, but it's a lot of fun with some new characters and some familiar characters. Got it. Kind of a callback to the Neverland Pirates. Yes, and it has some, besides the mean and ruthless pirates who we remember, there were also some friendly, nice pirates in that show. And so in 2003, after Return to Neverland was released, there was the first live-action Peter Pan film. Yes, from Universal and released around Christmas of 2003. Yes, and it followed the original plot of the animated movie and the book and the play and starred Jeremy Sumter. Uh, yeah, I see. I know uh, that Peter Pan, the classic Disney film, has some unfor- has some memorable songs. Such as? You Can Fly, like when Peter Pan, Wendy, John, and Michael, and Tinkerbell fly off to Neverland over London. Oh, of course. First star on the right, and what do they say? And, fl- and fly on till morning? Yep. I also remember the song Following the Leader, which was sung by... John, Michael, and the Lost Boys, and they were going on an adventure. And I liked how the scene had, was clever when there's a rock, which is revealed to be a hippo, and another rock, which is revealed to be a rhino. And there were also some monkeys and even a bear. So some of those funny animals. That's true. Even though Neverland is far, far away where you don't grow up, it still has animals that were recognizable, which was fun. Yeah. Let's move on to talking about the live action. Peter Pan and Wendy film that's coming out in a couple weeks. Yes. So this film, Peter Pan and Wendy, is like similar to the remakes of Lady and the Tramp and Pinocchio. It's coming to Disney Plus instead of in theaters. So you can only see it on Disney Plus. Yeah. And I know the live action remake is going to have Jude Law's Captain Hook, Alexander Maloney as Peter Pan and Ever Anderson as Wendy Darling and Yara Shahidi as Tinkerbell. And I like that a black lady is playing uh, Tinkerbell. Yeah, I agree. That's awesome. And Yara Shahidi is actually one of the bigger actresses in that movie, in that cast, because she's bigger in the show Blackish. And she also was a voice actress in Fearless and Paw Patrol. I see. Yeah, it's great. Of course, everyone knows who Jude Law is. He's extremely famous and Mm, yeah. Alexander Maloney and Ever Anderson appear to be up and coming new kid actors, which I will say it's awesome to see real kids playing these roles because in a lot of the versions, adults have played the role. I know that that in this version, similar to how there were the naughty boys in Pinocchio who got turned into donkeys who were not only naughty boys, but also naughty girls. This one, it's the lost boys and also the lost girls. That's awesome. So they broadened it to include everyone. Yeah. That's great. I love that they're being more inclusive. Peter Pan is one of Disney's most beloved classic films, and it's no wonder that it's the latest to get a remake, from a live-action remake from Disney. Yes, and I was thinking about Yumi and Jordan talking about how remakes often come a long time after the original movie, and indeed... This remake really was a long time coming. I think everyone will be excited to see another live version of Peter Pan and in a high production quality movie 
that will stay very true to the original story. Yeah, yeah. Now let's move on to our trivia question. All right. We have to answer our trivia question about Disney World from two weeks ago. The question was... What year did Disney first purchase Star Wars, the franchise? It was in 2012. 2012. There you go. That seems earlier than I thought it was. But this week, we have a question for you about Peter Pan, of course. Ezra? Catherine Beaumont, who voiced Wendy Darling, and Bill Thompson, who voiced Mr. Smee, what characters did they voice in Disney's previous animated film, Alice in Wonderland? Because as we know, Disney repeated a lot of voice actors, especially in those early years. So if you think you know the answer, be sure to listen in next week. Thank you for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode of Animation and Beyond. Bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.